Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Brad sent me a story, and this popped up in the news all over the place, including ESPN. Uh, Jaguars asked FanDuel to return stolen $20 million, according to a source. So the Jacksonville Jaguars, of course, I believe they're a football team. <laughs> They've asked FanDuel, which is a betting site, to reimburse them for some or all of the approximately $20 million in stolen money that a former employee lost on their site. Now, the company says they're not going to be doing that anytime soon. And that's all according to a source familiar with the situation, speaking to ESPN, presumably anonymously. Uh, a mid-level finance manager has pleaded guilty to stealing $22 million through a virtual credit card system that the Jaguars used for expenses. Sources with knowledge of the case told ESPN that the man lost about $20 million on daily fantasy and sports bets at FanDuel, which had assigned him a VIP host. He lost about a million dollars on DraftKings also, according to sources. Now, I'm familiar with how they'll roll out the red carpet for you in Vegas and uh, do all kinds of cool stuff for you if you're losing lots of money in the casino. Question is, a VIP host <laughs> uh, that's being done virtually. The question I have is, is how much stuff can they really roll out for you uh, over the Internet? Maybe it's a lot. I don't know. I'm just not familiar with it. So the man transferred money directly from the team VCC to FanDuel, sources said. And I believe that's a virtual credit card. Uh, the source familiar with the situation said discussions are ongoing among FanDuel, the Jaguars, and the NFL on what the source called a settlement. I'm not sure how this actually involves the NFL, but again, they're, they're there in the story. <laughs> the source said the way they see it, we got this money fair and clear. It's not our problem that we have to forfeit it back to you. And uh, the source said, I would be gobsmacked if it happened. That is, if the money got paid back. FanDuel and NFL have not commented. The Jaguars didn't respond to requests. The man siphoned the funds over three and a half years, according to federal court documents. In December, he pleaded guilty to fraud charges in Jacksonville federal court. He faces up to 30 years in prison and a half a million dollar fine when he is sentenced in March. Sources said FanDuel alerted the NFL to the man's betting in January of 23 after he placed traditional sports bets in Tennessee. So I suspect that makes sense, that, that the NFL would be concerned if employees of a football team were betting on sports, especially betting on football. That would be a big no-no. The question is, did they know at that time that the guy was betting with the team's money? The amounts and types of wagers that triggered the investigation are not known. The Jaguars had no knowledge of the embezzlement scheme or his extensive daily fantasy habit until they were notified by the NFL uh, team and league sources said. And by the way, his daily fantasy habit sounds more fun than it actually was because he's talking about fantasy football. Okay, <laughs> It's not clear what recourse the Jaguars might have to get their losses back. Under federal law, FanDuel has an obligation to make sure funds used for sports betting were legally obtained, but the regulations are murkier. For daily fantasy. And by the way, I mean, how much work can they put into that? I'm sure, and, and again, I've never bet on FanDuel, but I'm willing to bet you that their compliance is check a box. Was this money legally obtained? Yes or no? Are you a robot? <laughs> okay, you're two for two. Bam, you can bet. Gambling sites have a duty to perform anti-money laundering and know your client procedures to ensure they do not onboard funds of an illicit origin said an attorney who practices in white-collar criminal cases. 
where the size of a customer's bets far outweigh their income, red flags are present and should require the additional due diligence. So the question is, how do they know what your income is or what your income ought to be? Do they actually ask you, what do you do for a living? Tell us your income. Okay, now you can bet. And so you might think, gee, a guy who's betting uh, millions of dollars he doesn't have might raise red flags. You'd have to know that he doesn't have that money legitimately. And I'm not sure how they'd figure that out. I'm not. Online records show the man was a high-stakes and high-volume daily fantasy player on FanDuel and DraftKings, both of which are official betting partners of the NFL. He played daily fantasy sports back as far as 2017, according to records, and his play escalated through 21 and 22. ESPN previously reported that the man played daily fantasy under the username Parlay Picker and was believed to have racked up big losses playing against elite competition in contests with buy-ins upwards of $24,000. One veteran daily fantasy player told ESPN on condition of anonymity that they believe Parley Picker is the biggest loser ever on FanDuel. <laughs> he was legendarily bad. Legendarily. I've never heard that as the adverb before. Legendarily bad. Federal authorities said the man lived an extravagant lifestyle while employed with the Jaguars. That included chartering private jets, reserving luxury hotels. He acquired multiple vehicles, and he purchased cryptocurrency, a country club membership, spa treatments, and a $95,000 wristwatch. Now, <laughs> I like fine timepieces as much as the next guy, but uh, never imagine spending $95,000 on a wristwatch. Uh, the other thing here is it sounds to me like instead of DraftKings or FanDuel spotting that this guy was living beyond his means, perhaps the people he worked with should have noticed, wait a second, he's chartering private jets and staying in luxury hotels? And how many cars has he got? And oh, is that a $95,000 watch? Because according to this, the guy was a mid-level finance manager of the football team. Now, I'm not sure what a mid-level finance manager would make, but it sounds to me like a $95,000 wristwatch might be an extravagance. Now, he might not wear that to work. He might not. He might not. But the private jets and all that, you got to wonder, did he really keep that all on the down low? Coworkers assumed the man's family was wealthy. One former team employee said they remember seeing his lavish lifestyle on his social media accounts, which he has since deleted. <laughs> he was on Instagram he was taking baller-style trips all the time. Hamptons, Miami, living a large life, bottle service at clubs. There was no way he could have afforded that lifestyle based on the salary that he's getting with the team. In a statement last year, his attorney denied that the man funded his lifestyle with the stolen money and said his home and car were bought with family or earned money. And, of course, you know why he's saying that is they're concerned about how much stuff he's going to have to surrender in an attempt to pay this money back. Here's a quote. My client did not use the Jaguars VCC to fund his lifestyle, but in a horribly misguided effort to pay back previous gambling losses. The man said during a December court appearance that he has a gambling disorder and is seeing a therapist weekly. He said he underwent treatment for alcohol and substance abuse from March to June of last year. So it could be gambling, alcohol, and substance abuse uh, all in a vortex of problems. But I have a couple of questions, and I do not know the answers to these, but I'm willing to bet that someone in my audience does because my audience is so vast and intelligent. And I understand how betting works at racetracks. Okay, so you show up at a racetrack. 
and you bet on a horse to win. And a lot of other people bet on other horses to win. And they factor the payouts based on how the bets are made. And the question is, does that happen on these internet sites? And the reason I'm asking is that would actually be a great defense for FanDuel. If they said, hey, look, if someone can come in here and bet with stolen money, screw the odds up on all this stuff, and then lose, and say, I want my money back, well, not only is it unfair for us to give back money because of the, where the guy got it from we had no knowledge of, he also impacted the payouts to other people. That's what I'm curious about. I'm curious to know if that exists at that level with these kinds of sites. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but, but be that as it may, um, I highly doubt that FanDuel would have to give the money back based on simply what we know here in the story. Because they have other people coming along betting the exact same amount of money as this guy. And they can't go, gee, that's suspicious. You got all that money. Where'd you get it from? Um, People have money. Uh, How often do places ask where your money came from before they let you spend it? And I understand it's supposed to. But what can that be besides having them check a box saying, yeah, this is not stolen money or it's not from bad, you know, bad source. But the other thing about it is, think about it this way. Let's suppose instead of having a gambling habit, he had a jewelry habit. Let's suppose he went into Tiffany's. He went into Tiffany's, not for breakfast, but he went into Tiffany's every single day and dropped $10,000, $20,000 on jewelry. What he did with it, we don't know, because by the time they caught him, it was all gone. Let's, let's, I'm, I'm making up a hypothetical person here. My hypothetical person goes into Tiffany's, drops ten grand a day on jewelry, and then walks out the door with it. And when they catch him, they go, where's the jewelry? And he goes, I don't know. I gave it away. Uh, maybe he took, you know, went, went to a gentleman's clubs and tipped some of the performers. Who knows? We don't know. But the, the jewelry is all gone. Could you go to Tiffany's and go, well, give us the money back anyway? Of course not. You can't have the money back. Not unless you can return all the jewelry. And you can't, so you can't, right? So just because bets are more of um, a theoretical thing, right? They're abstract. You, you can't actually look at or see a bet, right? It's, it's a concept. It's, it's, it's an agreement, but it's, it's not a, a thing that I can return. I know some people say, but Steve, you, if you get something that's evidence of the bet, I'm talking about later, okay? So you did a bet on FanDuel yesterday and you lost, okay? You don't get your money back just because you used stolen money to place the bet. That, that <laughs> doesn't make any sense. And by the way, if the guy had, let's suppose the guy was the best gambler who ever lived, right? The best gambler who ever lived and he won every bet he placed let's let's suppose that was the case would you then go to FanDuel and say well we're going to give you back all the money you paid him but just let us keep the amount he stole from us no no and so the only reason you're asking for FanDuel to give money back is because this guy hasn't got it and he lost so if we're going to have legalized gambling and gambling is a legal thing then the money spent on gambling is the same as spent on any other legal product out there. So the fact that the money was stolen, unless there was a reason for them to know, I cannot imagine them having to pay the money back, except, as the one attorney said, 
they are supposed to somehow perform their duty to make sure the guy's not money laundering and to make sure they, quote, unquote, know their client. But I have a sneaky feeling that in the world of high-stakes online gambling, a lot of the clients like to lay low, and that would be more of a normal thing that they don't know a lot about the guy than it would be an unusual thing. But, again, that could just be me. So we'll see what happens. But right now, Jaguars asked FanDuel to return $20 million stolen from them by a mid-level employee who gambled the money away. And they like the money back. Brad sent that. Thanks a lot, my friend. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Whatever you do, always give 100%, unless you're donating blood.